Hello. What should I say? Merry Christmas. Uh, for you will possibly be listening to this on Christmas. You could be. I mean, you could be listening to it on any day, uh, but for us, um, Chris Kringle really is not. You said happy holidays. Sure thing. Happy hol- Happy holidays. Or if you wish me a good Yule tide, I'd accept I, that. Alistair, I wish you a good Yule tide. Thank you. Uh, is, the Yule, is the is Yule synonymous with Christmas? I've not actually yeah. been sure of that. Yeah, it is, right? I thought it perhaps was some sort of pre-Christmas season. Maybe. Uh, but I'm not. I don't know. No, I think it's... I don't know. They talk... Currently playing a game set in Viking times, and uh, they talk about Yule there, so... And it's, and it's to do with Christmas. Well, it's definitely to do with Christmas, but I don't know if it's, it's Christmas itself. Uh, Look, something it's okay something to can, research, perhaps. If, if, you, if you're a Yule expert, please write in. Let us know about Yule. Nice. Cheers, Oliver. You'll uh, be glad some, you wrote to some us. Some nice dark juice you're drinking there. <laughs> yeah. uh, we come to you today. For us, it's the 23rd of December, 2020. We come to you apart. Oliver and Papa Moore. Alistair somewhere in rural Nelson, I understand. Somewhere outside of Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, myself, Jamie, and my usual location. So nothing, nothing's changed for me here. I'm, I'm getting a bloody sensational uh, um, treat for my eyes because Jamie's wearing yellow and has a blue background and Alistair is wearing blue and has a yellow pillow behind him. And the absolute symmetry. That's good, isn't it? You know, I'm ashamed yeah, of the little box this. of me wearing black outside while it's raining. I like my vibes, but I've Wait, not dressed for the occasion. Are you outside right now? Yeah, bro, I'm, out, I'm on a little outside table, and it's raining like a motherfucker, but I've got a little shelter above me, and I feel tranquil. Nice. I feel like if any listeners out there know the album Boxer by The National, I'm like the last track, Gospel. So there's a deep cut for you. <laughs> but that's what I'm like. I'm feeling peaceful. I'm out in the garden. It's the holidays. I'm like... Give me a big red wine, baby, and then I have to go and give myself a big red wine. Uh, have yourself a merry little big red wine, and I I have been. And <laughs> tell you what, I'm actually optimistic for next year, baby. To tell you the truth, I'm actually quite sad to see Oliver that you're not drinking any applesauce right now. Jamie, the sheer amount of applesauce that I've consumed over the last three days. <laughs> Uh, would put most mortal men to shame just because I decide to have a day off so that my bloody innards can handle it. Look, if I, if I contact you Christmas Day, I'll be bloody knee-deep. There are three jars in the fridge. I'm leaving in three days. Yeah. Something has got to change. I'm taking a day off, but I will <laughs> bloody be getting back into it in earnest. Um, Pray for me. Uh, I'll be in a better place. Yeah, I do pray for you. I love applesauce. What, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know that, look, that's the wrong song, Alistair. That's yeah, just, it's know, just he's just singing another a, song on the like Black Panther album. A classic reference. Oh, look, it's you know, same album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't deny that. Uh, we're all we're all joined on this Zoom call uh, on Christmas the Eve, the Eve. Because we've we've all watched the Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn, part two. You phrased two that oddly. It sounded like you were about to announce someone that was just joining us, and I thought there was someone just off screen. I am. May I introduce Sir Robert Pattinson? Rob, how have you bloody been, mate? 
Hello. Yeah, good. Good, thank you. I've uh, I've got a bad case of strep throat at the moment, and so I've, uh, my voice may sound different, but rest assured, it is me. Well, I hope you um, can still sort of indulge a bit on Christmas time, if that's what takes your fancy. Yeah, you know there'll be plenty of that. Don't you worry. You're a turkey man, Rob, or are you? You're a trendy guy, you're having rice. No, uh, look, I don't mind turkey, but it's not something that my family's traditionally done. We do more of sort of a lamb, uh, sometimes even a salmon. But I uh, wouldn't say no to a bit of turkey, just not something that's usually found in the Paddington household on Christmas. Do you know, the other day I had rice and then I put some bloody couscous on it. I can't be stopped. Sort of too... Carbs I was just, yeah. sort of seems like an odd combo to I me. I was just cooking up a bit of rice Why and I thought, earth would you do it's not that? enough bloody rice. Daddy, Daddy hungry. He's, his curry can't. And then I thought, well, look, I've got some couscous right here. The collision of the textures was a party in my bloody mouth. I tell you what, that will take off. As, as far as That's I'm Christmas aware, dinner. couscous is sort of more, more closely related to past dinner than it is rice. Is it, would I be right in assuming that? Um... I don't know. Pasta's pretty... I don't like cold pastas. Like, they, you can do good stuff with them, but it's like... <sighs> warm up my pasta. <laughs> and often on Christmas, yeah, it no, seems to be like enough. a type of, like, here's a fucking cold pasta with your... God, no, look, we have some great Christmas meals. Look, it's 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 good to discuss. I am on sort of a bit of a tight time frame, and I am, I, I am charging by the minute. We didn't so, invite you. Uh, if you do have any questions about... About the film or some of my other work, perhaps, then I'd be um, happy to answer no, that. No, I think we're very much the experts. I think you need to get the hell out and not dabble in things you don't understand. Right. No worry, I'll be on my way then. Thanks, guys. Have a Merry Christmas. Thank yourself, right? Um, and Happy New Year. Yeah, okay. All right, thanks, Rob. Thanks for coming in. That was good. That was good. I think that was a good use of time and money. <laughs> I think we all got a little bit out of that, so that's good. Uh, Oliver or Alistair, either one of you. What was your shining light of Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 this Bloody week? Bloody love the movie. Thanks for asking. My shining light? My shining light this week was um, that first scene between um, Rosalie and Garrett. I've always been unconvinced by their whirlwind romance, but... I That's think- not Rosalie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what you've done there Rosalie, is confused Rosalie a different blonde vampire with Rosalie. <laughs> They do not have a whirlwind romance, mate. I don't know it's so whirlwind, about. it's not in the film. Who am I talking about? <laughs> what, what you've done here, Oliver, is fucked Who am I talking about? In an embarrassing way, which just... You're talking you, about... Uh, oh, dear. Oh, dearie me. <laughs> She's played by but Casey LeBow. Oh, it's so good to play... Is that's it one of the big men on campus like laying into maybe to Oliver Kate. trying to do his best. Yeah, true. It is Kate. <laughs> She looks quite scary in the final battle scene. She looks like a skeleton yep. woman. <laughs> well, she's a vampire. <laughs> I think that might be intentional. Um, well, I know, but she's got such look, I repent buttons. for my sins. Kate and Garrett, their whirlwind love affair. I've always been unconvinced by it, but this time something hit me about the fact that it's all very literal, you know. it's it's Sparks literally fly. Their, their, their first sort of meeting is all like oh i'm gonna touch you and it's like, oh sizzly sizzly and then i'm convinced and he's like Whoa, woman you're a cr- you're incredible and this time i'm like yes sometimes there are moments like that like this is the way they handle it's bad but like in reality that can happen a few sparks literally in this case and then it's like 
I, I guess you don't usually verbalize it, but you can have that instant like, whoa, there is something here. Whoa, mama. And I guess um, I really, it really spoke to me. And those two are also my, um, I'm on their team. I just loved their whole energy this week. I don't like Garrett as a guy himself. I'm still so angry when he kills that innocent English punk. As that, the doesn't, that doesn't predator. seem necessary, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's awful. But as a duo... I think she's. I think she's saved him from some pretty dark places, and maybe patriotism is not all it's cracked up to be. Maybe we've got to all work together as a community, as an international community. And uh, I just think there's a, a real message of hope there. Couldn't agree more, Alistair. What was your shining light? My shining light was when Charlie comes to the house and he's greeted by Carlisle and Carlisle says, hello, Charlie, in a way that sounded really camp to me this that week. That was my shining light uh, a while ago. No way. Bugger. Yeah, well, I think that's fine. I can use it. That's all right. He, he, Look, he does sound quite I don't care camp, about the rules. Though. I think I'd like, I'd minimize the film for some brief reason. So all I got was the audio and it really struck me. I don't know how like... <laughs> it was just really funny to me. Um, a little bit of context to my watch was that I was sailing between New Zealand's two main uh, land masses early this morning at um, whilst at around two thirty a.m. and I had woken up at about five thirty that day and um, come back from a come back from a camping trip. <laughs> which involved quite a lot of walking. So I was pretty fried, but um, yeah, no, I really liked that. I do, I kind of have another shining light because I really enjoyed Aro's whole performance, but especially his speech this week. Um, I, I, I actually watched the movie in two parts because I did pass out um, about halfway through watching it on the boat. Very uncomfortable. But anyway, but I came back to and then I watched the rest of it. Um, and so Ira's good. speech did, did it's really It's so good. Hit. I'm going to do that for audition. Yeah, like it really... It's yeah. fuck. Like I, I like genuinely felt quite compelled by him I as think a character. the wonder of it... So he was my... He was, I was team Ira again. such a long... I was sorry. also... Um, such a long uh-huh. patch was, of dialogue was, uh, in a film that's so barren and it's yeah. like this... Let's just bloody give exactly. this bloody Welsh maestro his time to strut along the stage. And and he bloody shows them well they could tighten uh, the shit up. In some in some ways it feels like the only actual piece of acting in the film. <laughs> Cause no one else is really ever called yeah. on to show people that. Are, I mean, I suppose like there's one scene with people Charlie, are broadly fine. But no one else is but really But there's no chance to mm. really to, to, to act to mm. Have those sorts exactly. of scenes the actors go because mm, yum yum yum. percent of the dialogue is exposition. Ooh, the scene goes down like porridge in the morning. <laughs> this monologue is like the brown sugar on top. Yes, please. Mm. That's actor speak. Uh, Jamie, what was your uh, s- shining light? Uh, my shining light was when Jacob Jacob has a little voice break. I don't know. If, I think we've discussed this before. I think we've we've mocked it. Uh, it's when he's sort of explaining to Bella, he's he's going, look, look, no, no, it's okay, it's okay that I'm um, sort of sexually attracted to this baby, it's fine. And his explanation is that it's a wolf thing. <laughs> but when he says it's a wolf thing, he goes, it's a wolf thing? <laughs> I, I, it doesn't continue for that long. It's mostly just on the wolf line. Um, and look, it sounded I, a bit like Tim Allen and Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love it if a Tim Allen thing? was in this movie and... 
when he was becoming a wolf, it was like when he became the shaggy dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be really good, yeah. Just one scene. Just one scene of Taylor Lautner knocking an elderly woman into a tree is all I ask for. (laughs) I was on YouTube the other day and I found a cool video called uh, Shaggy Dog Wild Thoughts. So, I don't know. Check that out. Some filmmakers really... Do search that, actually. Um, Great little channel. Shaggy Dog Wild Thoughts is the title, uh, and it, it is comedy gold, if I, if I do say so myself. Uh, an yeah, untouched I've, I've gem. One. I think it really deserves to go viral. Mm. Oh, believe me, they I'm sure they tried. <laughs> <laughs> they really wanted to. Tell you what, people, people on Reddit are going to be the one to take it. Always, not always nice. Uh, so... <laughs> Hey, look, Sometimes laying into some independent filmmakers. Yeah, what are you? What's well, your question? I just I wanted to say briefly both. while we're still on teams. Oh. I was mm. team anti Jacob. I really hated Jacob this week. Nice. I, 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 he was pissing me off so badly. Like the fact that him and Bella are supposed to be good friends is just utterly unbelievable. Yeah. How does they this have, guy they, endear himself to anyone? Yeah, they have like so little chemistry like just as characters not even as actors I'm team you know, Bella like, yeah I'm team Bella because I watched a, I watched a movie recently that had Kristen Stewart in it and she was quite good in it and the so she's been good Kristen oh, this week talented actress lesbians at Christmas that's the one that's not what it's called but that's that is the subject matter I heard some pretty pretty negative feelings from my friends that's interesting because the movie has re- received near universal acclaim. Look, mate. Look. Let's bring up everywhere. There's always a dissenter. <laughs> and having well, not yeah, seen the movie, I'll say all I'm saying is pretty bloody polar. bland. It squandered its themes, <laughs> and the resolution was pat. All I'm saying to well, you, Oliver, is that I think you're hanging out with the wrong crowd. <laughs> um, and I think it's probably in your yeah. best interest to sort of separate oh, yourself from, from many that group. homophobic friends. <laughs> no, they're, 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 they're um, members of the community no, no, themselves. No, no, no. no, 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 no you've really, you've really got to put your feet in it. Now you're straight. They, you're sort of, now you're it. sort of going down the line of, no, no, it's okay because I've got a friend that's gay. And it's just it's, ref- it's reflecting badly on yourself, actually. So we'll, we'll, we'll curb the conversation there. Uh, look, I, I'd <laughs> like to... <laughs> I think you've, I I'd like know, yeah. to start a little segment, actually, if that's okay. It is okay. And it's a new segment. I, I'm, I'm into the idea of coming up with one-offs. So it doesn't have to be a recurring segment. Uh, but in my mind, this is a segment idea. Because there's a line in the film where... Um, Bella refers to uh, she's, talk, she's talking about Jane and uh, Alec, I believe, and she and she refers to Jane's dark gifts. And I thought, what? I'm sorry, all, all of a sudden, tilted his camera down to show a lot of thigh <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of crotch too. Uh, I thought a, a, a great segment would be the dark gifts of Jane. But as opposed to these sort of being magical dark gifts which we know she possesses, I'd like to explore the avenue of what dark sort of presents she's bought people in the past. Uh, maybe some gifts that are along the, the, the macabre or the morbid. And so the, the idea of the segment would, would, um, would be that we'd say, what was Jane's dark gift this week? And you say, well, maybe she bought out like a copy of Mein Kampf, something along those lines. <laughs> uh, and and that's, that's it for the segment this week. So we'll, we'll put a yeah. pin in that one and, and maybe nice. come back to that another time. Pretty, pretty good. 
Um, Alistair, you said you'd taken a lot of notes on the film this week, so I'm, I'm interested to hear what you've what you've put down. Yeah, well, I um, did I send them through to the group chat? No. Um, do you want I'll to? We, could, we could cover it comprehensively. Yeah. No, I did send them through to the group chat. Oliver, you've no, Jamie, you've seen them. Um, what? Anyway. Oh yeah, there we go. Twilight Fairy Watch. Oh Jesus, this is a bloody novella. Yeah, it's a, it's oh a, my God. over a thousand words, but. The first sentence is, the movie begins, which I love that, because it it does. Yeah. No, I I tried to stick pretty pretty factual with this movie, (laughs) with this review. Um, I don't know. I've got got a number of things I could say. Um, Okay. I... Read the first, oh, I, the I, whole first paragraph out. I think dramatically, and then we can get to some of that later stuff. I like the first paragraph as a as like okay, a diary sure. of Alistair. Do it in well, an I was Alistair basically voice. doing this because um, I, I was finding it really difficult to have no outlet to kind of just talk about the film. Um, but I like I this first paragraph as a narrative. Alone. So. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Dramatic reading. Um, the movie begins. By the hunting scene, I have become incredibly glum. The brief part with Sunny Trotter reminds me of times when I've been rock climbing, which were uniformly much more enjoyable than this. I bought a hot chocolate to tide me over the fir- for the first part of the film, but I finished it by the time that Bella tells Jacob he stinks. Now there is nothing between me and the movie. I think what I really dislike about the Cullens' house and clothes is that they all feel so impersonal. I know we've remarked that for, ha- for the house before, but I think it stretches deeper into these characters seriously just being paper thin. I think probably I'd be really turned on if a girl grabbed me by the back of the neck like that in the right context. That's for the uh, so bit that- where Bella's escorting Jacob outside. But it is I quite randy, to be fair. I hate it. That sentence feels quite disconnected from the rest of that paragraph. Yeah, it was sort of a stream of consciousness. Well, I don't know. I just thought, um, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I hated that scene in general. Oh, it, sorry. The, th- the thing ends with, I think this is the hardest the movie has ever hit me, and I'm, we're only 15 minutes in. But Who's the electric eel woman, can I ask? Oh, that was Kate. <laughs> That oh, was the okay, best okay, kind sure. of description. I, I, I don't think eels are a part of their power. Well, no, but eels can also radiate electricity over their body. Mm. I think it's cute that you've still not come to terms with electricity and associate it with a natural <laughs> phenomenon that some eels produce. <laughs> yeah, like every time Alistair comes that... to my place and I turn the lights on, he goes, "Isn't that crazy? Technology, eh?" And I'm like, "Alistair, you've, had, you've had electricity for your entire life. I don't know why you're still I still come." I say, "How do they get the eels in there?" <laughs> How do they put them in the bulbs? There's eels all through the walls. I saw two eels today. Real scary. I tried to make the dog oh, yeah? eat some. Um, <laughs> I love eels, actually. How's that, dog, how's that dog going, by the way? I, be- I believe that dog was quite sick at some point. <laughs> What's that? I, f- I feel like I remember a time when you were up there and the dog was quite ill. There are a few or dogs just recently had some sort of surgery Yeah, no. Okay, so there are a few dogs I've seen travelling up the country. One of them had surgery on its foot. The other one, which was definitely ailing last time I saw it, now dead. Um, but this oh, one's no. alive. But it's doing that dignified thing that some dogs do and, and, and greying. And it's like, oh, mm. I, you are signalling your intention to die. I am with you. Sounds, like, sounds like these, but, these um, people need to get some younger dogs. <laughs> you might just be confused, though, Jamie, because I have referred to Oliver Lott as one sick puppy, so <laughs> could be some confusion there. 
All these dogs were once young, if I may add in my defense. Um, I like... I like Alistair's um, note about pitying Edward whenever he does anything because I feel like what's happened there is it's just Robert Pattinson not acting. It's just this. It's just his forlornness about being. In well, this I think the thing is, it's point. him. Is he's trying to act like he kind of is. It's like in the same way that like you know when you're um, when you're writing an assignment maybe and it's just. It's just gone way past the point where you can bring anything to it, but you're just trying because you've got to get something down. So he's trying to put out this emotion, but all he can really do is just is pain. And yeah, that that was my take on it. I'm, uh, I'm, I miss assignments. Uh, yes, Jamie. I was just saying this note I really like here. Just the kid does have pretty big hands. You can see when the bracelet goes on. Yeah, she does big hands. No, they're too big. They're too big. Yeah, we they're that, well, also, she, we, that, that comment is just because as uh, I guess the more uh, focused fans will maybe remember that she, uh, we've discussed how she puts her hand on Arrow's face and it looks real big and potentially not like a, a child's hand but her growth sure rate just, is rapid so perhaps perhaps her hands have grown faster than the rest of her body it is it is possible and really I would who are we to hand shame this young girl? No, 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 not to hand shame. I, I don't remember like how big my hands were at that age. Mine mm. were smaller. <laughs> now they're bigger, and I don't. I, they look at that. It's in the foreground. No, I'm showing them my hands. They're a decent size Pretty good hand. Eh? Look, no, look I've, at that. I've never. I've I never like my hands are quite small. By your hands. I think overall I've struck a good balance because they've been sort of damaged by my one and a half years as a dishwasher but they're still quite smooth but they're not overly smooth that you'd freak out if I touched you you would freak out if I touched you because oh, I would I'm definitely freak out if you touched me because of um, yeah the implication but anyway my burning Christmas question is um, he is in the attic getting, getting up, up to, to no good, good. Alistair, Alistair the, the vampire. vampire Alistair has a theory hey <laughs> yeah so I reckon what's <laughs> gone on is I'm just gonna So I think and this was mostly just me trying to draw connections between the characters, but um as I point out in this note it's it's incredibly difficult because no one has kind of anything except the barest bones for background. But I think that Alistair and Jay Jenks are going into real estate together. I think they're going to become property tycoons. They're going to flip houses. They're going to buy properties. They're going to do them up, and they're going to flip them for outrageous profits. Um, and then they're, they're going to eventually realize that in New Zealand, you don't have to pay capital gains tax, and they're going to come here and fuck the housing market. Um, so the reason that uh, um, Alistair is actually there because it doesn't really make any sense why he does turn up um, but he's actually just there to scope out the Cullens house um, and like see their interior design and the reason why he uh, he ends up leaving pretty abruptly is because he walks into that room and sees the giant scissors and it becomes kind of so flummoxed and he realizes that everything he thought he knew about interior design was i don't know was was confronted and challenged and uh to an extent overturned 
by the sheer size of these these goddamn scissors uh, just hanging there on the wall as if it, as if it's no big deal to have like a human sized pair of scissors on your wall. So um, he became a little bit dispirited and and left. That's that's great. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. He's a pro- he's a property mogul now. A great return to a segment once abandoned. You love to see it. It's, it's a Christmas miracle. It's real weird, mm. you know, like it feels like what they're trying to do initially, like the first few times I was watching that, is you're always, I don't know, as a like person who had to at school write a lot about themes, is maybe they're trying to go for an allegory about racism with, you know, the the Italian vampires being like, no, you must be pure or whatever. and But it's not because then they're bothered if the child is turned by a vampire and they bite it but if it's biological they don't care so it's like what does that have parallel to in our world it's like that's such a specific like law like that was the way the vultures operate it's like and like additionally it's it's you know like they point out in the film that they don't actually really care about this like um, the fact that she is uh, it's a, 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 a half breed is just an excuse, exactly. So um, no, there is there 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 isn't any themes, and I like so, I would yeah. in fact argue that nothing happens in this film. <laughs> Oliver, like, I, look, I, I believe that. Um, um, sorry, it looks like Oliver's getting it getting it talking to. There's just all sorts of stuff going on. I just got to keep looking because. He's got it. He's in the outdoors. A shape like question marks, and I think the question is, "Am I going to be killed?" <laughs> um, and every now and then, I just have to lean right back on my chair and, and check. It'd be well, a hell of a way to be on Christy Oliver. Is that uh, in the darkness behind you? I can see a lot of kind of every so often disembodied like teeth, eyes, mm. kind of glinting blades. Yeah, I saw the Slender Man before. Actually, I just I don't know if that's something you want to uh, take note of. Everyone's talking about the Slender Man mm. these days. Did you know he lives in forests <laughs> and has big long arms? <laughs> I'm hearing a lot about this. There's heaps of Slender Man chatter on the internet, actually. Yeah, it's the latest go... hot thing. We're, gonna, <laughs> we're, 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 we're we've everything on jumping on the Slender Man cultural. <laughs> Train. We're we're kind of we're changing the podcast to a Slender Man themed podcast. Yeah, I've heard yeah, some people yeah. killed some people because they were told that the Slenderman told them to do it, and that seems oh, pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, I watched a documentary crazy. about that actually. Yeah, but on the other hand, he, he did tell me to do it. <laughs> um, look, look. What I wonder what the Slenderman would sound like if he talked. I think I think it would ruin his mystique. But I think I'd love to have a chat. I think it's a hello, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, look. Let's talk about it's a Christmas. <laughs> the Slender Man does love Christmas. Alistair's always done an impression of Charlie. Going. Renee's Never sounded. He says accurate. it real weird. <laughs> never sounded accurate. But then a couple. He does weeks say it ago. with a slight twang, but it's certainly not the exaggerated affair that Alistair it, well, puts he, on. He says it, like it Renez wasn't. May. It wasn't, but now it is. Now name. he's doing it. <laughs> he's picked up on so, Alistair. Yeah, I, I actually I took the time to listen to it one, 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 one watch and really honed in my impression. For thirty weeks, I thought Alistair was bloody hamming it up, but now Charlie and Alistair are in sync. And well, I'm what, terrified. Yeah. 
I actually reached out to Charlie and asked him to kind of ham it up even more on his performance whenever he'd say Renesmee. I'd say, look, Charlie, my mates are killing me out here. You've got to help a brother out. Do you know yeah, why is they say hamming it up? I also gave him some cocaine. It's, um, no? it's to do with a ham. Yeah, but like, why is ham's not very dramatic? It's very static in my in well, my. You come view. around to my house and I'll cook you a bit of good ham, and you do, you tell me <laughs> the end of it's dramatic, Oliver. All right? I think my reaction might be dramatic, but I defy you to give me a ham that is going to be a bloody drama queen. Well, okay. When you're back in Wellington, come come over <laughs> mine. I'll get it. I'll get a ham on the barbecue, <laughs> and you you will be eating your words and my ham. It's going to bloody do a soliloquy out of King Lear. It's going to bloody yeah, dazzle you. Yeah, it's going to knock yeah. your socks off. That ham it's should go to the, the globe. I like to cook my ham by hooking it up to the electric eels. So it really, like, moves around a lot and, and, and kind of spasms and acts in a pretty dramatic call, way. And so that's why I assumed the phrase I call from. electric eels nature's barbecue, actually. So that's, um, that's good that you do that, too. <laughs> uh, How, what? Everybody... Merry Christmas. How's everyone been to, doing? I'm personally keen to wrap it up soon because I I'm, don't want to. I need to edit this tonight, though. I kind of want to go back to hanging out with my family and and, and I don't drinking. want to. I've, it's just me and my in my apartment by myself at the moment. So I've got, uh, but I, you know, there's nothing nice to go to. I'm, I mean, I'm, I am seeing my family, but tomorrow. Uh, I'll stick so around if that's okay. You can just stay on the video call by yourself if you want, Oliver. Can, can I? Can I keep recording and you'll put I'll, it out? I'll stay in the video call. I can say in the video call. Oh, cool! Well. We can all we can all go in turns. That would be quite cool. Jamie can go first, and then I'll go yeah. last, and I'll hold no, the fort. Th- I won't I, be too long. There's no point in me going if you're still recording, because the whole reason that I want to okay. go is so that I, I can edit this podcast. No, no, no! That's stupid reason to go. You just well, we go. Can, we can finish the podcast. We'll be done, re- no, no, no. We'll be done reasonably soon. But we can just keep hanging out and talking about yeah. you, and maybe I don't know, making up nah, some insults. Yeah, we'll I'm record. I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to leave. Jamie, mate, get out of here. No, no, because we can't do our proper talk unless you're gone, because now it's, you've, you've signaled your intention. Yeah, I'd kind of prefer We won't be left, more than Jamie. 10 minutes. A lot of the stuff I have to say about you is, is very personal. And very I'm going to have five minutes with Alistair. I'd rather you won't I don't mind Five minutes it. with Alistair, five minutes on my own. You get out. No, you will. <laughs> you get out of here, mate. <laughs> I j- will you send me the audio file? I need... I, yes, I tonight, lo- tonight. <laughs> If I can't edit it tonight, I, I, I'll stop, I can't. Okay, look, I'll stop recording. No, I won't. Okay. I'm no, 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 you recording. can't. Unless you leave first and I talk to Jamie for five minutes. Oh, uh, well. You can do that if no. you want. Yeah, Alice has just voted. You, you've been voted off the island. Get get out of here. Now, I mean, to be fair, Alice, you did say you wanted to spend time like with your family. Yeah. And you have to leave this call as well. Well, I do. You have to leave this call. Family. All right, well. Okay, I'm um, Merry Christmas, Alistair. Now. So, he's gone. Jamie, um, I'm all about, um, I'm all, you know what I'm all about in the new year? What's that? Uh, table tennis. Okay. I think, <laughs> I think it's a great miniature version of a, a very prestigious sport. And I think we could even get smaller. I think I want but to then, see. Uh, surely, any smaller one, it'll be really hard to play. Uh, no, you just get smaller bats. That's the thing. If you keep scaling it, how down, do you see the ball? I guess it's not microscopic, but okay. Look, Jamie, I'm the ideas man. All right, I'm the gorilla in the room. 
you're the you're the bloody tech guy. You can make it into a reality, um, but I want to see table tennis reduced. I mean, I'll give it a go, um, but I can't promise great results. But it's, how, it'll how, be the, I'll show you the prototype phase. <laughs> how have you bloody been? I guess. <laughs> how have you been? Tell you what, that Ellis guy, real good guy. Uh, no, I've been good. I'm outside. Uh, did you know? Yeah, no, I didn't know. You mentioned that at the, at the top of the podcast. There have been so many insects because it's dark out here and my screen is a beacon for the <laughs> uh, less reputable folks in the insect family. I'm talking <laughs> sandflies. I'm talking mosquitoes. Mm. And look, we- I don't know if they've bitten me. I'm broadly itchy. That just be my, because I'm in shorts, baby. <laughs> when do I've you come back to Wellington? Uh, <laughs> this won't age well. Uh, I'm thinking 27th. Okay, cool. It's not my choice. It's not my choice, but that's what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hearing from some reliable sources it's the 27th or the 28th. I will be nice. back for New Year's. I might bring an apple sauce or two with me if I can't... Uh, <laughs> Finish a truly heroic exploit that might need to be pulled off over the next few days. But, um, you are still recording, right? Yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, I am. I am too. I just. I suddenly thought that what if I, what if you've stopped and I'm just. That would be know, a legendary is, prank to to act as if I'm desperate and need to keep recording and then just stop. <laughs> so you're talking to yourself. <laughs> uh, I haven't done that. The only legendary prank I like is playing machine guns to wake up, Alistair. <laughs> Because uh, Alistair um, will be gone for some time so But it'll be good if you're back We can still continue doing At least have us two in person Would yeah, be a good um, way to cut down from admin It'd be real nice And you know Not everyone around the world can do that And look If you can't see a family this this festive season I, I will be your family mm, Me too Send us a message on Facebook Go You assign us roles in your family Mm-hmm and we'll have a little Christmas dinner over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I'll, bring, I'll bring the ham. Uh, and, and, and he doesn't mean the popular food stuff. <laughs> He's an over-the-top actor. Um, no, I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to keep going, just to, just to create a more Christmassy vibe. It's, I know you want to okay. go. You can go in two minutes. <laughs> two. I'll, I'll go. go yeah, I'm, I'm going to go in one. Okay. Yeah, I've got a very tight schedule. What do you want yeah. to talk about for this one minute since you're so keen to hang around? Um, <laughs> look, I'm not not keen to hang around. <laughs> I'm just conscious of the fact that I have to go to work tomorrow and I still need to... Yeah, you've just, you've, you just want to you just want to halve the time that um, you spend with me. Your no, 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 nothing like that. Little. What would, okay, I'll make it up to you. What would you like to talk about for this remaining 30 seconds? No, it's about you. I'll, I'll have my five minutes when you're gone. <laughs> And it will be biblical levels of rage and <laughs> accusations. <laughs> well, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, Oliver, it's been a pleasure. Have a Merry wow, Christmas. He's got nothing to say to me. Uh, loud no, and clear. No. Get out. Okay, bye. <laughs> so... Jamie's still talking to me, and it's terrible radio if I just listen to him and say nothing. So I'd love for him to get off the call, actually. Uh, real waste of my time and everyone's time. Look, he's gone. Here's the thing. He was halfway through his sentence, and I got rid of him. Now, I've always wanted a platform of my own. Not in a, not in a bad way. I used to dream 
It was a 13-year-old about having a Doctor Who podcast. And I, 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 I imagined myself doing it with friends. But also, I know more about Doctor Who than them. So it's like, do I need them? Now, that analogy doesn't hold up here because I don't know more about Twilight Breaking Dawn to part two. Those bloody guys who you've just heard from today, they make fun of me. I don't know the characters' names. And look, I acted as if there'd be resentment in this final five-minute stretch. Nah, there won't be. I accept my limitations. Um, I just wanted to... I guess it's all vibe-based. Well, partially vibe-based. Also... I'm at my family uh, relatives' home alone and have had wine. And I want to be with my friends, my podcast friends. Because people are still listening to this. And it's a foolish decision. And I'm, I, this is very much a filibuster. This is, what this is, is me trying to cope. It's going like, how much time do I need to prepare for the fact that there's a real world to go back for? And look, I'm not saying, I'll stand up actually. It sounds like this is a <clears throat> national address. Oh, this is good. This feels like my moment, or also something bad. No, I think it's a positive moment. I'm standing up in this garden, giving a speech. My political views, not relevant. It's all about what I think about people. And look, I think people have the power. Having said that, I think that power can sometimes be used for negative purposes. I'm talking war, I'm talking strife, I'm talking trouble by Coldplay. But I think, uh, also good stuff, but I I don't want to focus on that necessarily. I want to be like, it's Christmas. Where are we going to go in this new year? (laughs) 2020, bloody, whoa. Oh, I'd love to see you in my rear view mirror. I can't drive. I've been on a learner's license for five and a half years. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. I'm saying that broadly, 2020, people say it's bad. But look, I was looking at a book yesterday of like the the top world photos of 1992. So much like military, political violence, dead people, starving people. Um... People be, you know, yeah, the, the, the death is what really struck me, especially in, you know, impoverished parts of the world. <laughs> no, this, this will go somewhere good, but I'm just trying to say, it's all relative, isn't it? And that stuff has always been happening, and it's like, now that it's happening to the sort of first world, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> now it's a big thing, and it's like, ah. Uh, Maybe every year is really tough. Maybe we are hanging on by a thread, and that's always been the case. And now that people have been comparatively comfortable, have been shaken. But still, what's my point? I don't know. Because, again, my other point is that it's valid to, you know, people people go, first world problems, and it's like, no, they're, they're actual things. It's all... You know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is misrepresented in most management textbooks, but I won't get into that. You know, you've got to achieve your, your food and water, and then you, you build your way up to sort of higher needs, as it were. 
So when, you, when you're not worrying about that stuff, there's other stuff to worry about. The human mind is actually more attuned to anxiety than to being content. And ironically, we should be content with, with that state of affairs. But all that is re- broadly irrelevant because I feel optimistic about what I can achieve as a person because I know that it's almost entirely irrelevant and that gives me power because I go, it doesn't matter, so let's commit to it, you know? And and what I'm trying to say, I guess, is there's no need to be nervous to go, ooh, here's a situation I'm not used to, I don't want to throw myself in. Mate, you'll be bloody dead eventually. Go for it. And that's not always practical, there are some considerations, but broadly, go for it. I really loved the movie this week. I played it at half speed to catch up to the other boys because I'm a, 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 um, I didn't want to be late to the feast. And it was great, actually. Honestly, to be fair, the movie at normal speed, pretty bad. Pretty bad. At double speed... I respect it. The lack of themes is less relevant because it's these actors bouncing off each other forcibly because of my controls on VLC. But they're bouncing. They're laughing. They're having a good time. They're running real fast because in the normal speed, the one thing to be said about this film is that they run pretty fast. And I think that's got to count for something. And I think this is my second or third favourite watch and I think maybe I've opened Pandora's box, but the definitely good version. Uh, who's got a good box? Indiana Jones? We had a few uh, trinkets that were broadly popular. I mean, a lot of the people that were going after it were Nazis. <sighs> but Nazis like cool stuff too. That doesn't mean the cool stuff is... Uh, supportive of the Third Reich or the Fourth Reich God forbid what it means is that Indiana Jones likes cool stuff and so do we all and all I would say is have a happy festive season Christmas if you celebrate it whatever you celebrate hey I love the war on Christmas I like Christmas too I'm a complex man (laughs) with issues and with solutions. And good, have a good year. Say hello to your neighbour, socially distanced, and bloody give them all you've got. Thanks for listening.